Welcome back to Chasing Barefoot Ultra, where we talk all things running, mindset, and really tuning into your body. This week, what I wanted to talk about is getting through a running slump when you're kind of stuck in a rut and things just aren't really coming together. Before I dive right into that, though, I wanted to just take a minute to talk about the um, unplanned hiatus that I took for a while from doing the podcast, and it all kind of goes hand in hand, actually, with what I want to talk about when it comes to running. I don't know if this is going to be back to, you know, regular scheduled programming, or if it's going to become a little bit more sporadic, maybe look at doing a new schedule, so every two weeks instead of weekly. I haven't quite figured that part out yet, but I really just wanted to come back and talk this week and talk about, you know, pushing yourself through, you know, some tips and tricks on getting through that slump and, you know, maybe why it's happening in the first place. My run this morning definitely cued me up well for this one. It didn't go really well. I had... I don't know. I took the dog with me. He was a bit of a spaz, but I think he was also feeding off a little bit of my energy as well. So he isn't entirely to blame, but definitely did make it challenging. Um, We had a lot of fresh snow overnight and the really light fluffy stuff that went right in between the layers of my shoes again. It was just kind of one of those runs where things kept adding up and it didn't feel great. With any run that doesn't go well though, it's always better than no run. And I think of it as really good mental training because once you get into those longer distances or even some of the shorter distances, you are without a doubt going to hit a moment or several where it's not feeling great, where You might just want to stop or you're really questioning why you're doing all of this to start with. One thing that I did last year to try and get myself back on track was just write out a little note that I taped above my computer and it just said the name and distance of the race that I was really aiming for. I had other smaller ones before it and after it, but that was really the main one that I wanted to hit, the main goal that I was going for. And all the other ones kind of around it were just training or recovery um, and just trying to keep that distance building and having, you know, many rewards along the way. I found having that daily reminder there did really help. I didn't really feel like I got through that run slump entirely last year. I think I'm still kind of struggling my way through it now. But having that reason why you're going, what you're working for, kind of front and center, it does help just to keep you pushing through. So this year I wanted to do something similar. I wanted to create, you know, something to hang above my computer that I can look at day in and day out and it'll just remind me why I'm going out there, what I'm wanting to achieve, 
and just help to keep those goals and ideals kind of forefront in my mind. It can be surprisingly easy to lose sight of that, but I find this way is just one small thing that we can do to help keep those front and center. So I did um, just a little quick doodle painting, I guess, with various words written in the background. Um, I've highlighted a few, and that's, you know, be fearless, 50k, 100k, just run, uh, a few of the mountains that I want to climb. I have in lighter ink some of my more favorite quotes, um, a little bit of repetition in there because it can be tough to think of an entire page of quotes and kind of keywords to list through there. Rather unintentionally, the painting I did in the middle is actually a pretty similar silhouette to the mountain that is going to be my big goal for probably next year, maybe late this summer, um, most likely next year though, with some scouting and, you know, prepping going on this year for it. Other things I've done is just, you know, make sure I have reminders around. I have, you know, the run medals out, some pictures out, some training plans, the bibs, just different things that I can look at when I'm doing my cross training or strength training to remind myself why I'm actually doing it. Because while when I go out for a run, I can get into that zone and that mindset and can run for hours on end. And I love to be out there. I don't necessarily feel the same when I'm doing cross training and strength training. I enjoy it, but it's not the same. I can do it for hours on end at all. Like it's just not something that uh, really works well for me. So to have these cues and reminders I can look at helps to keep me on track and to push through one more rep or add, you know, one more exercise to the program. I think one of the common beliefs when we get into this run slump is, or exercise slump, I guess, that we've burned ourselves out or we're just not in very good shape or it's something specific to the exercise that we're doing as to why we're not excelling at it right now or why it's feeling hard right now. And if there's one thing that I think I've really learned over the years is it's often not related to the exercise at all. I mean, yeah, we can end up injured and needing to be sidelined for a bit and we feel like we're in a slump, but at that time, we're really not. We're just recovering and we're healing. We can absolutely, you know, also burn ourselves out on exercise and just get into our head about it and not remember the purpose of why we're there. We can start, you know, wanting to do these races or these speeds or a goal that isn't necessarily right for us, but we're wanting to do it because we're seeing other people doing them. And so we try and shoehorn our fitness journey into what someone else has done. And that is often one that doesn't work very well. But I think one thing that we often don't see or don't 
acknowledge as being a huge contributor to these run slumps or fitness slumps is just life. It's everything else that's happening. If I'm having, you know, a stressful time with work, my running is absolutely the first thing to suffer. It's tough for me to make the time to go and to feel good about the time that I'm going when I'm being just really weighed down by this stress and by what's happening in other aspects of my life. And that's one thing I think we try to just push away and to not really acknowledge as being the problem. Sometimes there can be an easy solution to that. Oftentimes there just isn't and we need to figure out how to move forward and how to deal with that stress without having it impact what we're doing and what we're trying to achieve. For me, running was where I really got back to myself. I felt more like me when I was out there and I was doing that and I was really pushing those distances. That's when I felt my best and my most connected. And when I found that I wasn't able to be pushing those and, you know, this other stuff was weighing on me, then that began to impact how I felt even at the start of the run. I started to get in my head about what I was trying to do and thinking that, you know, that first year of really solid running and pushing distance and how quickly I pushed through some of that. I felt like that was maybe just a fluke, which is a little bit silly because I don't think anyone can run that far on accident. Like it's, you know, just not one of those things we can absolutely just happen to have a really good year. But if we've done it once, you know, barring any major illness or injury, we can definitely do it again. I just finished listening to an audiobook that kind of talked about the same things. Had done a FKT on, I think, the Pacific Crest Trail and felt like it was a fluke. The next, you know, FKT attempt didn't go so well. And this book is actually following the third attempt. Um, talks really in a raw way about the mental struggle throughout, you know, dealing with expectations and imposter syndrome and thinking that first time was an accident, that it just happened and it wasn't going to happen again. So that book is called Mud, Rocks, and Blazes by Heather Anderson. I really liked how really open she was about the struggle and it wasn't just, oh, I had a low moment or this day was kind of rough. Like it really showed her inner battle and it also was relatable. Like, no, I'm not going to go set the FKT on, you know, a two month long trail, but it was really interesting to see her approach and to see her really battle through a lot of lows and a lot of what you're going to run into on the trails. And it does come back to 
running and endurance running and those low moments and figuring out how to push yourself through. There was really a noticeable change just in mindset when she decided that she was just going to do her very best each day. She threw out the Excel spreadsheet that she had printed out with how many kilometers a day she needed to get because she wasn't hitting those. And in not hitting those, it was feeling like you're always getting farther and farther behind and you just can't make up those miles. And if you can't make up those miles and you can't get in under this time, then what was the point in being out there? So instead, she developed her own mantra during this and it was just do the best you can every day. And that was good enough. I won't spoil the ending of the book, say if she managed to get her time or not, but it was a really great listen and I got a lot out of it. So when we get into these, you know, we're starting to maybe beat ourselves up a bit if we're falling behind on our training plan or we're not hitting the time or speed that we're looking for. Need to remember why we're out there. I feel like I say that a lot, but we really do because it can be so easy, especially in the world of social media and seeing what everyone else is doing and posting their times. And that's also one of my pet peeves, but that's probably for another day. It's just really, really important to remember why you're out there and why you're chasing it and what you're chasing it for. It's also one of those things that if you find yourself in a slump and you just can't quite break through, to maybe take a little bit of time to figure out why. What is holding you down? Is it your running? Is it your training plan or the cross training? Are you burning yourself out? Or is it an outside source that's having the impact? Is there a job that's being, you know, really stressful or, you know, overloading? Is that leaking into your training and your personal life? Is it, it could be any number of things, but sit down with yourself and just try to figure out what it is that's impacting this. It's also important, I think, to remember that it is absolutely okay to rest. Sometimes that is all a person needs is to take a rest. If things are being a bit overwhelming or you're struggling to get out and do something and it's just not going well. If you keep just pushing and pushing and pushing, eventually something is going to give. So instead of pushing yourself to that break, take a little bit of time and just let yourself rest and recover. And it might not be resting and recovering from a hard run. It might just be allowing yourself to rest. I had quite a few mornings when I was just too exhausted when six rolled around. I couldn't quite get myself out of bed. 
to go out in the morning in the dark and go for a run. I did push through quite a few times and went, but there were also a number where I just let myself sleep in because that's really what I needed at the time. I needed to just let myself rest. But find a way to let yourself rest without feeling guilt for resting. Because if you let yourself sleep in, give yourself a break, and you feel guilty about it the entire time, or you're beating yourself up about it the entire time, then you're not really resting. You might not be moving your body, but you're adding stress onto yourself and it's weighing you down and it's not allowing any rest to take place. So sometimes we really just need to cut ourselves some slack, give ourselves a bit of grace and remember that if we take a few days off, a few weeks off, a few months off, it is not going to be the end of the world. If you have a race coming up and you need to defer it, it's not the end of the world. I find when I give myself those breaks and I let myself rest, that when I get back into my routine and my rhythm, I feel better. Better than when I just try to push through it all. I do find for me that I need to give myself a, a goal though, so I don't get into a slump of not going back out because that can happen as well. I need to, you know, set myself a day. Like, okay, I'm going to go back out and I'll try it again. That day might come and I might decide to push it back a day and that is absolutely okay. If that day comes and I need to push it back, then I do that as well. But I will go out shortly after that and just see how it feels and see how it goes, like how I'm progressing through the run and I'll try to get back into a steady routine after that. I think two of the phrases that I'm going to really take with me as I move forward and as I train for upcoming races I've got into um, is to remember why I'm out there to remind myself just to do my best for that day and to ask myself, what can I do today to help me tomorrow? That might be resting. That might be getting up and going to do some strength training. It might be getting some cross training in. It might just be hydrating myself better. But those are the three things that I'm going to really move forward with and push through this slump with to get back into when I had a really good rhythm going for running and when things really just fell into place. I feel like I've been really chasing that feeling again, which is also why I think it's important to keep a running journal because looking back, we remember a lot of the good things about how a training block went or how a race went. But within that, there were stretches where it was a struggle and it was hard and it wasn't feeling 
as good as what we remember it to be. So it's a bit of a reality check. So when I'm trying to achieve that feeling again, what is the feeling realistically that I'm chasing? Because I'm not going to have an awesome run every time I go. And it's not realistic to expect that there's going to be a long stretch of runs that are all going to feel good or believe that there was a long stretch that all felt good. Because if we're honest with ourselves, that's not true. There were runs that were hard. There were slumps even in the best training block. And that reality check is most effective when we can see it written down in our writing or if you use a computer. But we can see, okay, yeah, I had a really good stretch here. This stretch didn't go so well. So why am I chasing just feeling good every time? If we start chasing some form of perfection, we're really just setting ourselves up for disappointment because it just does not exist. So fighting your way through a running slump, fitness slump, can be really tough. It can be a struggle mentally because we can't figure out why this is feeling hard. But the bottom line is, it's okay for it to feel hard. There's nothing wrong with being in a slump. There's nothing about it that's saying you're failing at it. It's just something that has to be worked through. We have to figure out what's causing it and find our own way forward. And that can mean resting. It can be taking a step away for a bit. And it can also mean just putting our head down and grinding through it. Maybe it's a combination. We need to figure out first what's causing it, if there's a way to remove that stressor and after identifying it if there's not a way to remove that then how can it be worked around what can we do with that to you know allow ourselves to get back into this routine and to shake off that weight for at least an hour a day i often see you know posts and whatever, on various social media platforms that really feels like it condemns resting. And I just so wholeheartedly disagree with that. So I'm going to leave on this note. And that is just that it is okay to rest. It is okay to take a step away from it. If you do, you just might come back a lot stronger. Thanks for tuning in to Chasing Barefoot Ultra. If you liked what you heard, I would appreciate it if you would leave a review or even just stars if that's more your jam. And yeah, I look forward to connecting again soon. Chasing Barefoot Ultra. I'm your average runner chasing some big distances and learning a lot along the way.
Thanks for tuning in to Chasing Barefoot Ultra. If you liked what you heard, I would love it if you would share it with a friend. If you want to find me on Instagram, you can find me at Chasing Barefoot Ultra.